0: We're live at Tidewater Comic-Con. It's down in nerdy podcast. James with him, Nick Batagli, and our angry fat guy, Cody Green. Get a chance to talk to Ron Marsh, who thinks the fact that Cody's an angry fat guy is hilarious. So, uh, Ron, how are you doing today?
1: I was good until the angry fat guy showed up. Now <laughs> I'm a little scared. That yeah, usually works. That's so, really
0: you, a lot of people probably know you from your work on Green Lantern. You pretty much, what, owned Green Lantern in the 90s?
1: I did it for about seven years, so it was uh, it was my home for it, and DC was my was my home for like seven years.
0: And you've got your
2: green I got my green shirt, on, green shirt on,
1: on, my hat, my ring. I'm I'm excited. You so came much more dressed for the occasion than I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you got a green striped shirt on. Uh, so, what was it like? You had a seven year run with Bill Lantern. What was that like? We're doing a character that long.
1: Um, By today's standards,
2: not nobody does a character that long. It's
1: I was kind of used to it because I did I did Silver Surfer for almost five years. That was which was my first gig in the business. Ha! So it when was that? Nineteen ninety was my first my first book in my first book ever. Uh, So I did Surfer for five years, and there was some overlap between the end of Surfer and the beginning of Green Lantern. So. You know, I know that's that just doesn't happen anymore. It's, it's not usual for yeah. those kind of runs to take place, but it was a little more common back then. And you know, I'm 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 on my eighth or ninth year of Witchblade, I guess. So, so when I find a book that, that clicks, I like to stick with it. You're a very as loyal possible. guy, Ron hmm? You're a very loyal guy, Ron Well, you know, uh, you, you always dance with the girl that you know that you brought. You know. hey, <laughs> yeah. go. yeah.
0: So, what was your favorite arc to
1: work on with Green Lantern during that run? I don't know. It's you know, to a certain extent, it's like trying to pick between your kids. Of course, yeah. Uh, A lot of it, uh, you know, I really like the. I mean, Emerald Twilight was obviously a big deal story that uh, that kicked it off. Um, That was kind of written. You know, everything was written at once because we were right up against deadline. They decided to make the change and hired me for the book uh, so late in the game that we had to do three issues simultaneously. That's why
0: oh, wow. my first three wow. issues are drawn
1: by three different I'm sure artists. that was really easy to do. Um, <laughs> well, it was, you know, in in one respect, yeah, it was, you know, writing three issues at once was not great, but um, the fact that we had to jump right in and, okay, let's, let's hit the ground running was kind of cool because uh, it didn't give us a lot of time to second guess ourselves. We just had to do it. Um, Emerald Twilight was cool. Uh, the uh, the Emerald Night storyline that went from one hundred to one hundred six was that was, a, good one. That was so. a very good one. Um, that was cool. I, and there are a lot of sort of single issue stories that I really like too. Um, a lot of it has to do with with what artists I was working with. You know, Daryl Banks, Paul Pelletier were great, uh, Mike McCone did a really cool issue, Jeff Johnson did some cool issues. So to me a lot of it a lot of the magic is in the collaboration between the writer and the artist. So oh, definitely when I was working with a with a really good artist, um I'm, I'm probably more fond of those issues for artistic reasons and story reasons.
2: So, we all know DC's doing their whole convergence run. They're going to most likely reboot everything afterwards. So, if they came to you and said, We they wanted to redo all the Lantern series, like just all the different colors, and they said you could pick one color Lantern Corps, who would you choose?
1: I, you know, I got to go with the traditional. I got to go with green, right? I got to keep the green. Keep that's, green. What, that's the one everybody knows. Um, it's, uh, you know, it. Looking at the looking at the Lantern Corps, I think it's a cool expansion of the of the mythology and certainly one that I wouldn't have you know, I wouldn't have pursued or thought of because uh, you know, it had always been just the Green Lantern Corps. Um, and you know, that one guy with the funny shaped head with the yellow ring. There you go. There you go.
0: So a lot of people don't know about maybe not know about a run that you also wrote, and it was D C versus Marvel. How challenging was that to do?
1: It wasn't challenging in that respect. It was more fun than anything else. Uh, the, the challenging aspect was not to tell anybody about it because yes. it was super secret and we couldn't, you know, the, the people that were working on it, for a while we were working on it and the offices, the office personnel at Marvel and DC didn't even know about it because they wanted to keep it that secret. Um, uh, it was I, the only drawback with that thing was that we didn't have 800 pages to tell it. Oh, I can uh, imagine. Uh, yeah. You know, we had we had four issues, so that's so everything got told in in a in a fairly succinct manner. I mean, we would have loved to have you know, hell, if we did that series now, you know, each each battle would have its own six issue miniseries. Oh, no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So we are at Tywater Con, so I got to ask you this question: What's your craziest con story?
1: We are we are an uncensored cast. Yeah, so yes. <laughs> if you'd like to tell us, that would be fine. It's good to know. I, there, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of kind of strange ones, but the, I think the strangest one is one year in San Diego after the show on Sunday, I went with a friend to uh, to a Chinese restaurant on the top of Horton Plaza, and we sat outside at uh, at a PF Chang's out on the patio, and uh, and a guy walked past. And then walked back to the table and he said, you're Ron Mars. Yeah. (laughs) You write Green Lantern and the CrossGen comics and Silver Surfer. Yeah. (laughs) And so for the next 20 minutes, literally, this guy stood next to my table telling me everything about my career.
2: <laughs> so, so it was like the Chris Folley show. He's like, with Paul McCartney. like, do you remember that one time hey, you wrote that one Remember song? when you were in the Beatles? Yeah.
1: That's exactly what it was You're like. Your biographer <laughs> showed up and you didn't know. That's exactly what it was like, but it was, it was a little freaky because he knew stuff that he shouldn't have known. Like, like he knew what road I lived on. Oh, That's, that's and, great. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. And he knew my wife's name. And so there was... Yikes. So it, it, it sort of crossed the line from... Oh, this is, this is interesting to, this is weird to, (laughs) hey, what the fuck's going on here? (laughs) And, uh, and the, and the guy like had no, he couldn't pick up on cues that, okay, maybe you should move along. Yeah. Like even, even when the waitress kind of had to shoulder past him with our appetizers and like we started eating our appetizers and he's still talking to me. And wow! Then the appetizers get cleared, and then the entrees come, and we're eating, and the guy still standing there. That's incredible, man! I see you're, you're a better guy than me because I, I do I got a kind of chopstick in here. By oh, then. definitely. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we know about the stuff that you've done before. Talk about the stuff you're working on now with Witchblade. Never done.
1: Uh I'm still doing Witchblade for Top Cow. Uh, I'm doing Skylanders for IDW. John Carter Warlord of Mars for Dynamite. I just finished up. Uh, the Convergence uh, Batman and Robin, and the Convergence Justice League International, uh, and still doing creator own stuff, uh, Shinku at Image, uh, which will return. Uh, we've got the Excellent. next two issues right. in the can. Uh, and Ravine Volumes 1 and 2 at uh, Top Cow, so, and other stuff that's not announced yet that will start rolling out later in the year.
2: So well, my final question to you is, and I just want to thank you for taking the time out to talk to us, uh, What's we've had some people on have written for both the big publishers and then the indies. So my question to you is, what's the difference in you felt in your career writing for like a Dynamite and then going to like a DC and so on and so forth? It's
1: I think it's it has less to do with the publisher than it does with the editor that you're working with. Right. Um, when you find an editor you click with, you stick with that editor. It, oh, yeah. You know, you, you get better work out of it. You're more satisfied doing it. And when you have an editor that you're just not simpatico with, you, you tend to move on, so... Um, it's better
0: when the editor knows what to expect from you as well.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, ultimately you hope that the editor hires you to do what you do, yeah. uh, rather than, hey, here's this book we want you to do, and here's my idea for it. Well, then why don't you do it? Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. um, yeah. right. Um, so, it's really more about the editor and the and the the creative team that you're working with than the publisher. Um I mean, obviously, some working at Marvel or DC, you're playing with their toys. Of like, course, ultimately, they, you know, they they do and should give you some sense of how they want you to play with those toys.
2: Definitely.
1: Um, uh, like working at uh, Dynamite, doing John Carter and Mars. Look, that's a book that I wanted to write since I was 11 years old. So it's it's kind of you know fulfilling a dream. Uh, but it's also, you know, they don't own John Carter. Edgar Rice Burroughs Inc. does that right. I, I have a relationship with as well, so I have a freer hand there to kind of do what I want. Um, and creator-owned stuff is yet another, you know, it's it's yet another, you know, dish on the on this mortgage board where you're doing exactly what you want.
0: If you want to get more information on his work, by the way, it's RonMars.com, and you can also follow him on Twitter at Ron Mars as well. Mars with a Z. Mars with a Z, that's right. So we want to thank you for so much for taking the time to talk with us. Appreciate it. No problem guys, thanks for coming.